0: You can't be the best version of yourself or even begin to show up for others if you aren't first showing up for and prioritizing yourself.
1: Hi, and welcome back to the third new episode of the Brace Yourself podcast. We have a really exciting episode today. It's all about being agreeable, being a yes man, and a people pleaser, which is something Brianna and I know very well. All
0: so, too well. Yeah. Quote, our favorite <laughs> artist of all time. Taylor so, Swift. Good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you're new to the podcast, we're obsessed with Taylor Swift. Just so you know. Um, so why don't we just start with our opening segment? If you guys don't remember or you're new, we start with one thing we're manifesting, one thing you're grateful for, and one thing we're looking forward to. All
0: right, so I'm gonna kick us off. So my manifestations of the current moment come from a book that Gracie actually gave me recently to read.
1: Okay, but um, let me preface this: yes. Brienne gave me the book for my birthday year ago. So like, Brienne <laughs> gave me the book. I fun. read it and I gave
0: it back to Brienne to read. But you know, Sharon it's a good is one over here. Um. So the book is called Work Party. If anyone's curious or wants to read it for yourself, I'm still in the beginnings of the book, so I can't give a full review yet. But Gracie, it's so good. I read the it, whole thing. So. I love it. Yeah. Um. It's by Jacqueline Johnson, I believe. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so one of the things that she, it's she is an entrepreneur, and has experience in like, the event space and kind of when the whole idea of what a social media influencer is came about. Like, she was in the industry at the very beginnings of what that even meant. So, she's a very business, entrepreneurial-minded person. So, in the book, she brought up this point that I just... It really resonated with me and something that, after I read it, I was like, I want to start implementing this into my life. But, basically, she said to treat your creative passions as if they were already a business. So... Where I kind of took this is for me personally I have like a photography Instagram account and that's something that I just view as a passion like I just love photography I don't make money off of it but it is something I would love to make money off of in the future so in order to mentally and in all different types of ways prepare for that to treat it as if you're already making money at it and like plan your content ahead and you know Post it and just treat it and look at it as if you're already making money from it because once you finally do get to that point, you'll already know what you're doing and you'll have everything together, if that makes sense. So that's something that I've been really trying to implement recently and treating it as if I'm already at that point because I feel like, A, that will help with imposter syndrome a little bit too because you won't feel like not ready or like a quote-unquote fraud or like you haven't been prepared for this or viewing yourself at that level because you had been Like that entire time prior viewing it as if you already were at that point. So I think that would just help you a mentally and then be just Be a good preparation for the future and you'll know how to You'll already have practices in place that keep you organized um, Before you even get to that point. So that's just something I've been doing recently um, that's a good way to yeah. manifest too is, and we'll probably do a whole yeah, episode on yeah, manifesting exactly. but like, that's just that's so smart right so that's something I've been really trying to do recently and I've really been enjoying it honestly so that's my manifestation at the moment um, something that I'm grateful for recently is just and this will come about later on in the episode too <laughs> but for the autonomy that I've been exercising over my days and making like an extra effort to do what's best for me in a given moment, day, hour, whatever it is. Um, And just viewing those as little small steps to kind of combat, again, the ideas we're going to be talking about later, such as being agreeable and being a people pleaser. Um, Because, you know, giving yourself that almost respect in a way and listening to like what you want at the current moment and knowing that you know, you have your day ahead of you, and you can lay it out any way you want to, and that's kind of really powerful. And when you take the time to check in with yourself and see, like, what what do I want to do today? Like, what will make me happiest? Like, what, how can I structure my day so that I'm, like, functioning at optimal capacity at all different types, all different times of the day? Um, And that's just something that I've been trying to do more recently, and I actually genuinely have seen a difference in the days that I constructed the day how I would have wanted at, like, my optimal capacity, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's something that I've been grateful for recently, because I know not everyone, like, you don't always have that autonomy to do certain things when you have other, like, responsibilities or things that take up certain sections of your day, like, if you have a meeting or a job that you go to or class that you obviously have to go to. Those times are set aside for that specifically. Um, But for just even the in-between moments or the days that maybe you don't have anything scheduled out knowing that you have the freedom to construct it however you want and going about it in the way that's gonna put you in the best headspace is something I've been really trying to do. And look at that in like a gratitude mindset has really helped. And then something that I'm looking forward to is just continuing to be a little bit more spontaneous um, just with friends, Mm -hmm. mainly on the weekend because that's like when my friends and I will have the time to do those kinds of things Um, because I think we've all been making that extra effort this semester especially to just view the weekends as time to not only spend quality time together but, you know, because we can't do things on the weekends that we normally have been able to in the past. we've had to kind of figure out other ways to have fun and again, be spontaneous and do things that we maybe wouldn't have normally done if we were living our lives the way we were yeah for free, sure. everything going on. So just those spontaneous adventures that you know you're gonna look back on and have really fond memories of. So continuing to do that and prioritize that um, and just social life in general, along with, obviously, school, has really helped mentally as well. So
1: the first thing that I'm manifesting is a fitness routine. I am in a journalism class where we're doing a profile piece, and the person I picked is a girl that goes to our school. Her Instagram is at Life with live and she's a fitness Instagrammer. And so I spent, like, an hour just FaceTiming her a few days ago, and this girl is so freaking cool. And she was just telling me all about her workout routines and how she does it and how... Like She's very educated on everything, and so I want to learn a lot from her, um, and I'm going to go to the gym with her soon for part of my essay, but like I'm excited to like go work out with her and see what she does. But one of the things that she really emphasized was consistency and doing workouts that work best for you, and finding a workout routine and then sticking to it. So for the month of March, I picked out that, like let's say, Tuesdays are leg days, Wednesdays are upper body or back and biceps, Thursdays are chest and shoulders. And I'm excited to hopefully have a routine and really get into it. Um, just talking to Olivia really inspired me, and I, I'm just trying to manifest that routine because I've been really off my game recently. I have a cold. If you guys can't tell, it's getting a lot better, but yesterday I sounded awful. Um, and so I have been working out, and I'm excited to get my game back together. So yeah. Um, and then kind of, I guess, going along with that, something I'm grateful for is healthy food and clean water. Um, and the reason I pick this is obviously because I'm so grateful that I have clean water and food to eat. But um, I was having a really rough week. And when I can't think of things I'm grateful for, I think of the basics that I have that I don't even that I take for granted all the time. You know, like we don't think about the fact that we have water or food or whatever. And so when I'm really struggling to write the list of things that I'm grateful for, I realize that I am grateful that I have healthy food and water that I have, Parents that I can FaceTime that I have a house that I live in like little things like that that we kind of take for granted But we really shouldn't so even though my week wasn't the best. I still have my basic needs met and I'm very thankful for that. I'm very thankful that that's not something that I have to stress over because I I'm just thankful So there's that and then something I'm looking forward to is I'm going on a ski weekend with a few friends we are Going just for the weekend, but it's going to be nice to have an escape, especially because um, I think had mentioned this last episode, but our spring break is canceled, which is unfortunate. And I'm someone who doesn't like staying in the same place. I never have. I've always been like a non homebody. And so I'm really excited to just get out in the fresh air. I absolutely love skiing, have two days of just being with my friends, being on the mountain, um, and we're staying in my parents' super cute. Mountain house, so I'm really excited and really thankful that I can use that because no one was renting it this weekend um, or the next weekend that I'm going to be there. But that is me. I'm really looking forward to, and I just am so excited to get out of our small college town for a minute and go somewhere new because that always um, revives me and helps my energy. You know.
0: All right. So the first thing that we're going to start talking about is the idea of being agreeable slash the yes man mentality. Now. We want to preface by saying we know that yes-man mentality can have kind of a double meaning. So I'll kind of define both and then tell you the one that we're going to be talking about because they're two very different meanings, actually. So on one hand, yes-man mentality can be that you're the kind of person that just says yes to every opportunity that comes along to you. And that can be looked at in more of a positive light, meaning like, you don't say no, you, you know, take on new opportunities and new challenges and that could grow you and, you know, send you to all these new and exciting places in your life and benefit you and, again, challenge you. And then, on the other hand, yes-man mentality could be the person that just says yes so much that they spread themselves too thin mm-hmm. and they take on things that maybe they really shouldn't. Just taking on so much that you're kind of mentally and emotionally spent so that's more so the one we're going to be talking about today the one that has the negative connotation with it because but we do want to acknowledge that we know that there's a positive connotation with yes man but that's not the one we're talking about today so again to further try this point home i found a textbook definition of yes man the kind that we're going to be talking about today so again just to clarify the textbook definition i found said a person who agrees with everything that is said especially one who endorses or supports without criticizing every opinion or proposal of an associate or superior. So essentially, another way to look at this is is essentially saying that we go through life, you know, agreeing without a question of all these different opinions that we may come across when in reality we have opinions, but we just aren't sharing them. And this could be, for many reasons, this could be like it's in the definition because the person that has those opinions are technically at a, at a level that's superior to us, we don't want to step on toes, um, or it could be we just don't want to deal with the confrontation, um, or it could be because we feel like stating our true opinions and feelings will in some way hurt the other p- person when in reality they won't, that just might be a symptom of your people-pleasing. But we just wanted to preface this with this whole idea of this yes-me mentality where It doesn't always have to mean taking on all of these great opportunities like we're usually told is a positive thing because there is such thing as spreading yourself too thin, there is such thing as taking on too much and putting others first to your detriment um, to the point where you're pouring from an empty cup a little bit and you kind of just start to lose sight of like who you are and what you really think and feel because you're putting everyone else's opinions and statements and needs and wants over your own, which ain't healthy. Um, so yeah, now we're going to transition to the main topic of people-pleasing, but we just thought that this was a good preface to kind of start with and introduce the topic a little bit more. So,
1: people-pleasing is something that Brianne and I both know way too well. If you're looking for um, professional people-pleasers, you've come to the right place. We're the presidents of the
0: club. <laughs> we have Welcome meetings weekly, and they're through this podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's very true, though. So, I kind of want to start with like, talking about how to stop it, but I also want to just go into it a little bit more and understand like your feelings are valid and like, validate your feelings because they are always valid. Um So, again, we're probably not the best people to tell you how to stop people-pleasing because we haven't mastered this. And I'm trying. I'm working real hard. But it's hard. Um, And so something that I think is important is to set boundaries and to be clear on it. And I know it's like, okay, I get it. You're not my therapist. Like, we've heard it set boundaries. But it really is important to let others know what your boundaries are. Um, And you don't necessarily have to say, like, my boundaries are that you can't call me on Friday night after 7 p.m. Because whatever. Like that. You don't have to say that. But just make it clear to others when you're available to them and when you're not and what works for you and what doesn't because that's very important. And people potentially will stop asking you for things when they know, hey, Brianna's is in class on Thursday. She has a super busy Thursday, so I'm not going to bother her then. But I know that I can bother her on Fridays because she doesn't have classes or something similar to that. So I think especially with um, people that you try to please a lot, it's important to have
0: boundaries. But again, I know that can be hard to make. Um, especially, again, with the people-pleasing trait. Mm -hmm. there are many um feeling like you somehow let people down all the time but and again easier said than done and I sure as hell have not mastered (laughs) how to rewire my brain on this one but just realizing that you're not coming at from a place of any sort of like malicious intent if that makes sense like Mm -hmm. stating what is best for you and you know, your boundaries, again, not in such like a cookie cutter way as like Gracie gave the example of before, but you're really, you're just coming from a place of like just communication Yeah. and communication is healthy. And again, that's easier said than done when your brain might be wired to think that that's somehow gonna like disappoint someone or let them down. But Mm -hmm. I genuinely think it's like, a practice-makes-perfect kind of situation oh, where, like, sure. this is not going to happen overnight. But, you know, as you come upon these situations, first of all, just being able to recognize that you might be approaching a situation with that people-pleaser mentality before you get too enthralled in it, I think is huge. Mm-hmm. Just acknowledging it and knowing that it exists, major step. Don't this say that's like, half the battle. Exactly. And then you know, taking a step back and being like, okay, I I understand where my mind is right now and where it's going and maybe your initial instinct on how to approach it with that people pleaser mentality. But then before you respond to think, all right, how can I approach this differently to make that first step, taking it situation by situation. And again, it's not going to be like a one-stop shop. Like it's going to work on the first try because it's, if it's a part of who you are, like it is for yeah. us, um, it's, it's not going to change all all at once. So it's just situation by situation. And sometimes you're going to be like, damn it, Like I was people pleaser again. Like I did it again. And you know what? That's okay. But just knowing that, just approaching it and taking it step by step and making those little implementations to try and reverse it that's what I was trying to say. Yes. Reverse. Um <laughs> is huge. And the more you do it, the more you'll become confident with doing that. And then the more it'll just become part of your life and then part of who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's like a it's a practice. It's a practice
1: for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So the next thing that I think is really important and Brienne
1: kind of touched upon this, but it's important to know your worth. Um because you are worthy of like taking care of yourself and being valued and like doing what's best for you like you're worth it and you deserve that and it's important to remember that and this all comes back to the concept of self-love I have decided that self-love in my opinion at least is the answer to happiness am I there yet not yet but we're working on it and I think if you love yourself and respect yourself enough to know that you have to do what's best for you you're going to stop people pleasing because people pleasing isn't always what makes you the happiest now I do have to say when you say that you're like you know what Gracie I'm the happiest and the people around me are the happiest. I don't like when my friends are mad at me. That's my, like, comeback with this is I people-please because I like the people around me to be happy, and when they're happy and good with me, my life is better. Does that come from the fact that I was left out a lot in high school? Maybe. It definitely is important to realize that, like, People are gonna respect you if you set up boundaries. People are gonna respect you if you know your worth. And if your friends are the real good friends that you think they are, they're not gonna leave you because you do what's best for you. And if they do leave you, then they weren't good friends. So, yes, you might think your life is gonna be better when everyone around you is just so happy with you. But they might be, your life might be better if the people around you love you for who you genuinely are and not because you just try to make them happy. So just know that you're worth it, know that you deserve happiness, and know that you deserve to do what's best for you. Okay, so my final tip on how to stop people pleasing or how to limit it is to realize that not everybody thinks the same way that you do. Not everyone is a people pleaser, I'm going to guess most people aren't, and what you think might hurt someone might not hurt them, and people are affected by different things, that's just life, like we're all affected by different things at different degrees. So it's important to realize that you thinking something isn't the truth. Like, you thinking, Brienne's going to be so mad at me because I didn't do this, 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 and this for her. She probably doesn't care. It's me in my head making it up. So it's important to, like, take a step back and realize that not everyone thinks the same way that you do, which is a blessing and a curse. But it's kind of nice and refreshing to realize that, like, you can take a step back and you're to think it's the end of the world. You're doing this horrible thing by not showing up to their gathering on Friday, they're not going to care. They're going to say, hey, you're feeling better? Okay, great. Good for you. Like, most people don't care. And, again, listen to last week's episode, Shameless Plug.
0: Spotlight effect? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, (laughs) I love thinking about the spotlight effect. Um, And if you guys missed it, the spotlight effect basically just means that you think that other people think about you more than they do. So, like, you can do something and you're like, oh, my God, everyone noticed. No one noticed. No one's watching you. So same kind of thing. No one thinks the same way you do, which, again, blessing and a
0: curse. Yes, and a thought that I just had that I thought I'd share. Again, I don't know if this works because I just had this thought at this moment in time. Um, But another potential way to kind of reframe your brain might be, again, like Gracie was just talking about, viewing a situation like that, like let's say, oh, I didn't go to this person's gathering this day, and like they were expecting me there, whatever the situation is um insert it here um and thinking all right well even though you know in my people-pleasing brain I feel like I'm letting them down maybe they're upset with me whatever even though they're probably not um also like taking it wide for a second and think all right well in a week from now is this really going to matter in two weeks Mm -hmm. like knowing that even if you feel like that way in the moment that that person might feel a certain way about it odds are in a week it's something so small that they won't even be thinking about in the next, like, few days or so. Mm -hmm. So just giving yourself that peace of mind that even if you are freaking out in your head about it, just to, like, give the perspective of time in that sense and think that this really isn't going to matter in, like, X, Y, Z amount of time. So there's no sense in me, like, worrying about it and pressing on it so hard. Um, again, I don't really know if that works because mm-hmm. that's just I thought I that came to my mind. So maybe try it out. Let me know. Well, let us know. Please DM us on the Instagram, <laughs> Shameless Blog. So yeah, that's just a thought I have. But maybe something else to try.
1: So I googled yes man, and pages of articles came up saying yes men can hurt your business, and I'm not going to bore you with the details on that. But basically, there was a lot about how like the yes men can harm your business. So we don't really need to talk about that. That's not what we're talking about. But I think it's important to think about the fact that being a people pleaser isn't always helping other people. Like You're not always making people happy because you're not allowing them to do their own work or do their own things or whatever it may be. You're not challenging them. Um, so, So it's not a bad thing to be easygoing or go with the flow. But don't be a pushover and stand up for yourself
0: because you deserve that. So I just want to talk about guilt for a quick sec because I think that has a huge thing to do with people pleasing. So feeling guilty can be a huge fuel to the flames of people pleasing, in my opinion. Um, I stumbled upon one of those like Instagram threads of like the carousel of all those different quotes by um, an account called We the Urban. I'm sure if you guys look it up, like it's pretty popular. Like people are always reposting their content, but I came across this one that was titled, Things to Not Feel Guilty About, because I feel like a lot of times when you're people-pleasing, it's because you feel guilty doing anything otherwise. 100%. So, I
1: so that. yes,
0: exactly. So, I found this post, and I just want to read through some of the things that it says because it was a good, not like wake-up call because I, I know that I do these things and I'm aware of it, but just to get that kind of, like, reassurance and kind of just to read this back to myself, almost, like, as affirmations, but, like, to just get yourself straight on this kind of stuff. Um, I'll just read through some of them. So, it said, don't feel guilty for moving on. Don't feel guilty for not responding immediately. You don't have to be accessible to everyone at all times. This one is huge for me because... Oh, yeah. Especially, I feel like, once everything happened... Around a year ago. That's weird to That's wild. Um, I think, and I know, like, I've talked to some of my friends about this, and they've dealt with it, too. Like, I just didn't have that same motivation to... Not the same motivation, but it was harder to stay connected just because I was... We were all in, like, such a weird place. And, I know, I'm the kind of person that I... I'm not, like, on my phone 24-7, or, like, I don't... Like, I don't go on it first thing in the morning. Like, I usually don't go on any form of social media until, like, the afternoon. Or I don't always, like, if I see a text, I might not respond to it right away because I know it might have something, like, it might induce a response that I just want to think more about before I do it. And I know, like, once I answer, it'll turn into more of a conversation and I want to be more present for that instead of, like, having to multitask, if that makes sense. I do that all the time. But that's something that I deal with sometimes because I'm like, oh, like, I hope they're okay that they don't, they're not, like, overthinking the fact that I'm not answering right away, but it's just because I want to approach it with a clear mind. Um, So that one hit me hard. (laughs) Um, Don't feel guilty for choosing yourself. Don't feel guilty for being really good at something Accept the compliment. Um, Don't feel guilty for saying no to things that don't feel good to you. That's a huge one, I feel like. Um, Sometimes I've found myself in the past just saying yes to things again. Perfect example right here of the negative yes man mentality, saying yes to things that I genuinely didn't really want to do or, like, wasn't, like, I had other plans or, in my mind, I did it, like, for the other person so that they weren't hurt if I were to have said no. Um, don't feel guilty for taking a break. Huge one that oh, I think yeah. we can attest to, especially with the break we did with the podcast. Don't feel guilty for standing up for yourself. That one's perfect with the whole boundary situation. Um, Don't feel guilty for feeling good about yourself. So that was it. Um, And I just thought those were good. If anyone needed a reminder, I hope maybe some of those helped you just to hear those out loud and hear like someone else's voice say it to you. And then just another point I wanted to touch on is you can't be the best version of yourself or even begin to show up for others if you aren't first showing up for and prioritizing yourself. Mm -hmm. Blanket statement. I'm going to repeat it again, because I feel like <laughs> when I wrote that, that, like, hit me really hard when I, like, had that realization, and I typed it out, um, but again, you can't be the best version of yourself, or even begin to show up for others, if you aren't for showing up for yourself, and prioritizing yourself, um, again, that whole idea of, like, you can't pour from an empty cup, everyone says it, but it really is true, and I think that that's really something to think about. segment, Dear Diary, again, if you're new, this is something that we just recently implemented a couple episodes back where we, me and Gracie are big journalers, um, oh, yeah. love it, and I also just think it's really cool to document your thoughts so that you can look back on it, show your kids one day. I just, I'm all for it. In Dear Diary, we go back and find old, more current, whatever, um, journal entries that really relate to the topics that we talked about in the episode, and we just say them just to kind of, again, get a little bit more intimate and real and raw and leave you maybe with a food for thought kind of situation. So this journal entry I wrote pretty recently, um, within the past like month or so, I believe, um, and I literally just headed it thoughts I've been having recently because I had just been having all these thoughts in my head um, that I just wanted to get out, and I just did it in, like, bullet point format. Um, So I'm going to read two of them, because both of these, I feel like, touch on things that we talked about in this episode. Um, The first one about being agreeable, the second one about um, more so what I talked about in my opening segment, about, like, taking autonomy over your days and just doing what you want and what's best for you. Um, So here they are. I wrote, I want to stop being so agreeable. I take away slash diminish who I really am when I do that, even in the smallest instances. And I think that's really something to think about because I think sometimes you don't even realize how much you're doing a disservice to yourself with this whole people-pleasing, being agreeable situation. Um, until you're so far deep into it that you don't know how to get out of it. Where I am right now. Um because all those small moments add up to how people perceive you and then how you perceive yourself and you become known as that person and you think that people start to expect a certain thing of you and that's when you find yourself down the deep dark hole of people pleasing. So that's the first thought that I had and I just think that that, again, is something to think about Um, even if it's a small little instance Like, take back the power and stop being so damn agreeable because I promise in the long run, you'll be thankful that you chose the way that you did. Mm -hmm. Um, And then my second point that I wanted to touch on was when I wrote, so many times there is something I want to do that I just don't because of convenience, effort, routine, and comfort. I imagine how my life and relationship with myself might be different if I just did the things I wanted more. Um, And with this... I, again, like I was saying before, this has a lot to do with the whole autonomy over my days thing because, again, I feel like there are so many times where I will, like, have a thought cross my mind of, like, oh, I really, like, want to do this today or, like, I feel like, I don't know, I'm gonna be really general here, but, like, I feel like going to Target or I really feel like going to a coffee shop right now um, because I know, like, that I'm just not feeling, like, the productivity vibes in this room. Um, my room, meaning my apartment, <laughs> um, where I do all my work. Um, just a small situation like that, like, oh, I feel like getting coffee right now. Like, I don't feel like making it at home. Like, I know some of these, like, have to do with spending money, which is, again, part of the reason why I sometimes I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'll just stay home. Um, but at the same time, I think that I, I wonder how... Different of a person I would be if those little impulses that cross my mind that they're not negative impulses. Like I know impulse impulsivity can have kind of a negative connotation, but I I don't think it has that all the time, depending on what you're talking about. But if I just like gave into those impulses more, and just like did simply did the things I wanted more, like no matter how big or small. And again, I'm talking about the small things here. How much of a difference in a relationship with myself that I would have? Like, would I be I don't know, a happier, more like secure person if I just did those things. And again, would that in turn help with my people pleasing and feed into other areas of my life? So that's just something that I wonder. And ever since I had this thought, I've been trying to give into those little needs or not needs, I guess wants more. Um, And again, like I mentioned before, I genuinely have seen a difference in the days that I noticed that I did that more than others. So
1: I want to preface my Dear Diary entry with a few things. The first is that I wrote this on the 23rd and we're filming on the 26th. So I seem to have a pattern of writing things right as they apply. Um, And that's for two reasons. One is because I always think about the podcast topic leading up to it, but also because my two journals are at home. Okay, the reason I don't have my journals is because they're at home, but also I feel like these are applicable now. So this one I talk about being an empath. And the reason I bring that up is because I think that people-pleasers and empaths are often one and the same because you're so in tune with other people's emotions and how other people are going to feel that you don't want to let them down. Um, At least that's how my people-pleasing works. I think Brienne said she's kind of the same. Yes. Um, So this is what I wrote. I said, I'm an empath and sure it sucks sometimes, but I'm a good person. I feel for others, and while empathy is one of those things that might go unnoticed by many, it's noticed by the important ones. People who recognize empathy as my strength recognize me and how strong I am, and I recognize how strong I am. So I think it's important to remember to use your empathy to your strength. It's not a weakness. It's something that if you can hone it in and use it as a strength, that's
0: absolutely amazing. So that's all I got. Okay, well, that about wraps up our episode on being agreeable and people-pleasing. We really hope you guys enjoyed it, and thanks if you listened this far. Yeah, we really
1: appreciate it. Um, so just remember a few things, remember your worth, remember that people pleasing isn't a bad thing, but you're important and you can't pour
0: from an empty cup. So take care of yourself first. And just remember to first prioritize and show up for yourself so that you can do that for others in your best way possible. Yeah, I agree. So again, thank you so much for listening. Thanks guys. We will talk to y'all in the next one. And Yeah, yeah. be
1: sure to just subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Leave a review if you want on Apple Podcasts. Five stars. we really appreciate it. Follow us on Instagram. Yeah. At Brace Yourself Podcast. Shameless
0: plug. We post all the updates, all the behind the scenes. Yes, we post some quotes on there. All the things. It's a good time. We're trying to build (laughs) it over there. So definitely check it out. Yeah, we really appreciate it. All right, we'll talk soon. Bye, guys. Bye.